Alright folks, for the download button, uh, Survivalist Podcast. Uh, so folks, I do apologize, there was no, there's been no show since, uh, since after Thanksgiving, since Thanksgiving week, I believe, or the week after Thanksgiving. Uh, I do apologize for that. Uh, I have just been, uh, we have just been crazy busy with the, the holidays, and, uh, I've been, uh, I've been under the weather. Uh, I had, had like, I had like a bronchitis or something, and I just could not, uh, had like no voice. I didn't feel bad. I really didn't. Uh, I felt fine, but I just could not. Uh, I just could could not speak. It was unbelievable. Uh, I'm sure my wife, <laughs> my wife probably probably enjoyed that. But you know, it's it's one of those things. That, let me tell you. I, I was taking that. I wrote an article up on the site survivalinfo.org uh, about how I take uh, I think vitamin C every day and and the rich ritual I'm on for these uh, for vitamins. And I gotta tell you. Um, Generally, I, I do get over things. Ever since I started taking the vitamin C, I do see myself getting over stuff a lot faster. Um, but, uh, you know, recently, just the, the bronchitis could not get over that. And then we were busy with the holidays. And then uh, I was going to record a couple days. And, and I was just, the, the weather was unbelievably bad. And I was traveling those days, so I couldn't do all traveling. It's just unbelievable. I said to my wife, my gosh, you know, the, the, the holiday weeks, coming up into the holidays and, and all that, it's just, it, it's unbelievable how crazy it is. I think Christmas should be uh, every other year. I mean, it, it's unbelievable how how just cra- crazy busy you, you get around the holidays. It's just, it's unbelievable. Uh, so, folks, uh, you know, we had that. All of us like to say, if you want to support the show, you can go to survivalinfo.org. And if you see there's an Amazon link there, click on that. And if you click on that and then do your shopping, uh, that will help support the show, help keep the show free. Uh, well, the show always will be free, but uh, help support the show, help support the work we do. I do see quite a, pe- quite a few people bought things uh, after clicking on that link, so we do appreciate that. Uh, all that money goes into hosting and, and the site and all that. Uh, like I said, I'm not taking any paycheck or anything like that from this, trust me. But I would like to point out to folks, uh, if you go to techgeekdeals.com, uh, that's another host, another site that I host. Uh, it's all different tech Amazon deals that I've actually, I've actually tried all that stuff on there, believe it or not. And uh, all that. So if you go to techgeekdeals.com, that helps support the show as well. And like I said, I do appreciate all that stuff you guys do because it does help support the show and does help, uh, you know, me pay for the hosting and all that so I can uh, really continue to do this. So I appreciate that. Uh, also, too, folks, I'd like to say thank you very much uh, going through the Looking at our our subscriber numbers and our listener numbers, everything's uh, up compared to what it was, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago and all that. So I do appreciate everybody. Uh, the show just keeps getting bigger and bigger, and I really uh, do appreciate that. And I do enjoy doing the show. Uh, like I said, you know, when I'm, I honestly I'm not making any money on this, but I I do enjoy doing it. So I appreciate that. So uh, Opie, the the Wonder Dog, and I are uh, coming back. Uh, we actually went out. Uh, I got, let me tell you, this is a rare day off for me. Uh, you know, I'm usually traveling for my business or uh, you know doing something uh, on the on the homestead. But uh, rare day off for Opie and I. We got to I got to take him out on his first. We actually have cottontails going on right now, and uh, I actually got got to go out with him a little bit. Uh, he's he's definitely uh, got a lot to learn. He I was putting him on the track the rabbit tracks myself. I have a, a rabbit's foot. I've been having him play with the last week or two. Uh, try to gear him up. Uh, we actually, we, we didn't really get anything, but, uh, I didn't really see much rabbits, much rabbit tracks to begin with. Uh, usually I do go hunting, uh, hunting around this place and I usually do see, uh, quite a few rabbits and I, I really didn't see any. Uh, I did see some around 
around deer season, but I, I did not see much uh, today when, when Opie and I were out. We went out for a couple hours, and uh, oh, I had to put him on the rabbit tracks a few times. Once I put him on the tracks, he started really getting it. Um, so, uh, you know, I had him, but too, I also had him on a, had him on a, on a leash, uh, you know, a, a 20 or 30 foot leash. Uh, you know, I didn't have him loose yet. He's not ready for that yet. He's still a little too young for that. Uh, I do have the GPS collar that goes up to five or five or 800 feet to track him. I still have that. Uh, but, you know, I have all that stuff. So I, I have all of it ready for him. But uh, right now, it's just, uh, right now, I got him on, on, the, on the leash right now. He's just not ready. I know a lot of people, when they go rabbit hunting, they just let the dog go and just follow him around. Um, you know, the dog kind of do the work. Uh, he's still a little young, and I'm still training him. But uh, we're getting there. We're getting there. So, and we went out, like I said, you know, you put them on the track. The way I, the way I, the way I find it the best to teach a, a hunting dog uh, for rabbits is you got you actually, as the, the hunter, have to put them on the tracks. And then once he kind of gets the knack of it after all, he'll start finding the tracks himself. Uh, the main thing is, like I said, buy a rabbit's foot and give him a rabbit's foot to play with. And, uh, you know, that, that kind of gets them started. Uh, you know, when, the, when I've trained dogs to do bird hunting, I usually will get, a, you know, a couple of fake birds from, uh, you know, Field and Stream or online or whatever. And, uh, you know, throw him and, uh, and see, you know, have him retrieve and then throw a little further, throw a little further, uh, you know, start really getting the, the dog, uh, used to retrieving and mouthing and, and all that and, and grabbing them and all that. It just takes, it's a lot of patience, folks. Uh, those of you that think training a hunting dog is going to be a one, two, three thing. Trust me when I tell you, it's a, a ton of work and, uh, you know, don't, don't be shocked if it doesn't go the way you planned it the first couple times you go out. But uh, there's a lot of fun, especially if you're going around rabbit hunting, uh, bringing the dog with you. It really does make it a little bit easier. Also, when you go, when you go bird hunting, uh, you know, if you're shooting and you get a bird, having the dog go and retrieve it, uh, it, it really, you know, it, it really makes the hunt a lot more enjoyable for you. And, and the dog really enjoys it as well. Uh, I know myself, uh, my other dog, he, he lived for, for going hunting. And, uh, you know, I remember a buddy of mine, we used to stick the dog and he used to retrieve it all for us, made us, made it really enjoyable for us. Uh, you know, he was a hunter having to shoot all the birds and then go and retrieve them and all that. It's a, it's a lot of freaking work. So uh, that's what the dog is for. You can also, too, they also have places, folks, by the way, that you can rent dogs. Uh, I was pointing that out. A friend of mine uh, who doesn't have a lot of money, he wanted to get a hunting dog. And his wife and him are a little tight on money right now. They're raising a couple of kids. So I said, well, you know, you have places you can, you know, that you can rent a dog. So I was, uh, when I, I showed him a couple of places you can actually rent a dog. And uh, it's not expensive. Uh, they charge it, but but you I mean you know they they show you what to do, and it's like twenty five thirty dollars for the for the day, or four hours, or however however long. Some places do it obviously a little bit differently, but uh, you can actually rent a dog that's already trained, and you know all that. Uh, like I said, sometimes you can you know it, it really depends on on you and the person. Uh, I know up here in in Pennsylvania, uh, this year is the first year you can actually use leased uh, dogs to find uh, deer. If you shoot a deer and you can't find it, you can actually bring your leased dog out with you. Uh, to help find it. Uh, there's a lot of things going on right now with that. Uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, like I said, I always like beagles. I think they're they're probably one of the best rabbit hunters out there. Uh, like I said, I like to bring him out for bird season too. But I'm I, like I said, we're start. I want to start with rabbits first because they're a little bit easier to train them. And then once he gets used to you know doing those things and kind of gets used to hunting and being out in the woods and all that, uh, then we'll go ahead and and go from there. Uh, one of these two I like to point out too. It's, it's a little bit cold this time of year up here, so we're 
we're okay but if you are going to bring your dog out into the woods uh they're going to be going through the brush and all that kind of stuff i recommend getting getting either getting some kind of a flea or tick prevention collar for them because uh especially not not so much this time of year when it's cold but when you're going to go out for cottontails and stuff and and birds in, in the spring uh, obviously that's when you're going to have all the ticks and, and obviously you want to keep the dog as healthy as possible so i recommend that but uh, like I said, he was, he, like I said, once I got him on the tracks, he was doing pretty good. Uh, he, like I said, he, he did, he didn't really come across anything. But then again, I didn't really see anything either. I only found a couple of tracks. Uh, I don't know, maybe if this time of year, maybe the cottontails are picked pretty good, or, or what happens. I mean, I mean, I mean, small game is is open till till the end of from from now till the end of February, uh, Pennsylvania. So we'll probably go out a couple more times for rabbits. We went out for about an hour or two. It's a little bit cold today, so uh, him and I went out for just a little bit just to kind of get him to wear him out a little bit so he gets a little exercise. Me too. Uh, I need a little exercise as well. So hey, we don't really get many days off. So uh, today was a good day for that, so I went ahead and, and did all that. Uh, there's a lot, of, lot of, like I said, a lot of small game. Right now Right now I'm just doing the, the rabbit thing. Uh, you know, we have, uh, There's so many different ones we have coming up right now, uh, small game-wise. I mean, it's just, it's unbelievable uh, how just how many different small game seasons there are, and it's really up to you what you want to do. Uh, I mean, you can take the dog almost on any small game hunt, uh, and they'll enjoy it. Uh, like I said, I mostly do rabbits and 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 birds. You know, pheasant. Uh, I like to do uh, you know I like to do ducks. I like to do like I said, rabbit. Uh, those are my big ones. Uh, I don't really you know there's just a couple. There's a bunch of ones I go out. I can't think of them all off the top of my head, but I do have the book. And, uh, you know, I'll make a, a point. Uh, trapping season opens up, too, uh, relatively, uh, I think, relatively soon here. I'm not sure I'm going to do trapping this year, uh, only because I'm not sure I'm going to have the time. Uh, plus, two, I'm trying to train Opie. So I may not do trapping this year. It really depends on my schedule. Uh, I will say one thing, though, folks. Uh, up in PA here, I'm not sure it is in your state. Just because you have a hunting license does not mean you have a fur taker's license. So if you are interested in fur taking, folks, uh, you may want to go ahead and and check like i said up here a hunting license and a fur taker's license are two different things so make sure you go ahead folks and you check your your you know your your, your state you're in and check your listings and all that and make sure some states you only need a hunting license a general hunt to, to trap uh but in pa you actually do need a you definitely you actually do need a trapper's license or so it's a fur taker's license so it's a little bit different up here but uh, try to make sure that uh, you know your 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 town, you know your your area, you know your your state. Uh, so you don't want to end up with a fine or a got fit even losing your your hunting license. So uh, just something to to think about there. Uh, also, two folks, uh, a couple things I did want to talk about. Um, so uh, for those of you that that have been talking to me, uh, you know, tweeting, it's my Twitter KB3YUA. Uh, you know, they'll be talking and some of that. Uh, you know that we were talking about. Um, I actually have been on. A, we've been talking about the diet and 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 all that. Um, I, I'm actually right now on like a, on, on Weight Watchers via the app right now because I, I got to lose some weight. Uh, I'm way overweight and uh, actually having some issues with some blood pressure and some of that. But a couple people have pointed out uh, keto, and you know a bunch of people have had luck with that. Leo Laporte, he's on the Tech Podcast Network. He's on a keto diet. He's doing really good with that. Uh, a couple other handful of people that I know are on that keto popular uh, celebrities. Uh, who else is on keto? I think it's on. Um, I think even like maybe Paul Thorat and uh, a couple other guys have been doing the the, the keto diet. Um, I and also too I think uh, a couple of the guys over at uh, the Prepper Network and some of that are actually on that too. 
Um, I'm actually, I actually, I tried keto. It's, it's just not for me. I can't really. The thing I liked about doing, I think I like about doing Weight Watchers is I can actually go ahead and I eat what I want, and as long as I keep tracking the points on the app, I'm pretty good. Um, I'm kind of with my hectic schedule. I, it's kind of tough for me to to pre-plan meals. Though that I try, but it's hard. So with this, uh, I can't eat what I want as long as I stay under my point limit. So that's something I wanted to point out as well. So you really got to make sure that if you're going to go on one of these, uh, if you're going to go on a diet, and and dieting is actually important, guys. Uh, 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 Kevin Smith, I was actually he's one of the guys that's on Weight Watchers right now, and so is uh, well, I think there's a couple other musicians and some of that are on that. And uh, diet's really important. Uh, a lot of people, uh, a reason why I went on, a couple buddies of mine, a buddy of mine recently had some heart issues. Uh, he's a young guy like me. And almost, he's a little older than me, but he's not even, he's, I think he just turned 40 and he's having heart problems. And uh, another buddy of mine, uh, you know, he's in his 30s, had to have a stent put in. Uh, you know, so it, it's one of those things where, you know, I'm one of those, like, uh, you know, like I got to eat healthier and I got to lose weight. Uh, you know, I got two kids and all that and I want to be around for them as long as I can. So, uh, you know, and it doesn't really, you know, it, the only thing is it, it does think that you're, that you're, uh, you know, you gotta. I, I mean, I just think watch it. Have to watch what you eat. I, I, you know, I agree with you on that. But um, you know, when when you really look at it, if you are going to be doing kind of some homesteading and stuff like that, most of these programs you can eat as much fruit and vegetables as you want, for the most part. So that might be something too. If you are looking at a, at a diet, uh, you might want to look at keto. Uh, if you are doing that, because a lot of people can do keto if they're, you know, massive homesteaders, because everything you are growing is going to be able to be eaten. Uh, but fruit, vegetables, plants, uh, all that stuff is all going to be able to be eaten on keto. So, if you are looking to possibly do some sort of diet, uh, you may actually want to think about looking into the keto diet, because uh, you may actually, if you're homesteading, uh, you may be able actually to use that, uh, and it may work you know perfectly for you in your in your space so that's something just something for you guys to think about uh, going forward uh because i know a bunch of guys talked about different kinds of diets and all that stuff you can do um i i know there's there's all that you know that's the only thing i told my wife about diet plans is there's just so many of them and and you don't know which one's good which one's bad and some of them are rackets some of them aren't so you know it's it's one of those things where you just got to find what one works for you what fits your lifestyle and and go from there but uh, like I said, the, a lot of people, a lot of homesteaders are doing keto, and that seems to be working out really well. Uh, some people I know are, are doing low-carb diets. That Those work out really well if you're homesteading because obviously most people that are homesteading are eating fruit, vegetables, meats. Uh, they're not eating much carbs, so that works out well for them. Uh, you know, a low-carb diet is kind of tough if you're Italian that likes pasta. You know what I'm trying to say? But um, like I said, I've been, doing the, I've been doing the Weight Watchers thing right now, and Kevin Smith is on that, and, and I was reading about him doing it. And he was saying that uh, he, you know, he eats, you know, potatoes and he eats, he eats uh, uh, corn and, and all this kind of stuff. And it really helped him tremendously lose a lot of weight. And, you know, he's doing free foods because you're allowed to eat apples and fruits of that. And that, those are free foods of that. So uh, it's basically just eating uh, anything that you can eat, any plant or any fruit. Uh, it's basically the processed stuff you got to stay away from. So even that is even, you know, that's the way we actually should be eating. Um, and that's the way you're going to eat if you're a homesteader um, and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, it, it, as you know, you don't hear much about cholesterol and all that kind of stuff back in the with the older people because, 
you know, back then they ate real food. There wasn't this much processing. There wasn't uh, prepackaged stuff. There, you know, there wasn't all this. You know, our grandparents, you know, they they didn't have cholesterol problems because why they 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 didn't eat processed foods. Uh, you didn't go out to eat as much back then. You didn't. Uh, you were home at night to eat dinner. You you know somebody was home to cook your meals. You know you didn't have both parents working and to throw something together real quick. Uh, you know all this stuff really does make a difference in our diets and how we eat and how we live. And a lot of people don't realize that. And you know, a lot of people say my grandparents never had cholesterol problems. Yeah, because they ate right. That that's that's the difference, you know. And you know, people don't realize that. You know, the older people didn't have cholesterol because they weren't. You know, both people didn't have to work and all that. And it wasn't like it is nowadays. Uh, I brought this up before in another podcast, but you know, back in the day, you know, before the way things are now, you know, nowadays we work to support our households. Back then. Okay, the household supported you. You know, you know, you farmed the land. The land that you owned paid for itself. The, you know, the, you know, all that, you know, that that was the way it was back then. You know, now it's it's the opposite direction. We work to support the house, but back then your house and your land supported you. You know, it, it's totally different than it was years ago. Uh, also, true, you have a lot of people that have both parents have to work now. Uh, with the economy and everything going crazy the way it is, you know, both both parents have to work now, and we've started getting into this prepackaged, pre-processed, pre-stuffed food, and it's become very unhealthy for everybody, uh, you know, and and it's it's a big problem, and a lot of people now are having cholesterol issues and and heart procedures and and all that from eating crappy food, and uh, fortunately. Um, that's the way our society has become. Everything's quick and go. Um, you know, for prime example, McDonald's didn't didn't plan on making America fat. It saw a problem and found a need and made a made a business because of it. Um, it wasn't their fault. And if you look at at hamburgers and stuff of McDonald's back in the day compared to what they are now, uh, now it's designed to maximize profit. Where back in the day it was there. You know, McDonald's was really more concerned about quality control and stuff like that so it's it's a little bit different now so that's something i i wanted to point out uh also two folks uh, a couple things i want to talk about too i don't think like I, I don't usually try to talk about politics that much but um if you're watching the news at all you see what's going on uh it's been all over the internet all over the television all over that where congress voted to uh you know impeach trump now it's going to go to the senate which is going to be majority republican and <laughs> I just think this is, this is becoming one big joke. The same thing the Republicans did to Clinton uh, back in the 90s. Now the Repub- now Democrats are doing it to, to the Republicans. Um, it's just unbelievable. And it's just so blown out of hand. It's so blown out of proportion. Um, you know, I don't care if you're what side of the fence you're on, Democrat or Republican. That doesn't matter to me. But, you know, it, it's just, it's... It's it's just, it's so ridiculous in the sense that it's nothing. It, it, it nothing is going to change. I mean, it, it's not. He it's he's never going to get impeached. He's never going to be taken into office. I doubt it very much. So the only reason why it worked, you know, it, it, you know, it, it, the only reason you know Nixon resigned, you know, so you know all that. It, it's not going to. You know, people are saying that they're going to take him out of the White House in handcuffs and all that. It, it's not going to happen, and and if he for some reason would get impeached, 
his the vice president will pardon him. So it's it's such a joke. It's it's unbelievable, and you know they're they're they're. It's just becoming one of these things that it's just you know now they're going now now you know the Congress is all is mostly Democrat. Now it's going to go to the Senate, which is mostly Republican, and they're going to say no, and this whole thing's going to get dropped. Um, I think it, you know it, it's a lot of it is just trying to do a smear campaign. The Republicans try to do it to Clinton. Uh, they try to do it before Clinton was president. They try to do a massive smear campaign on Clinton before he was president. That didn't work out for them. They tried to do it when he was president. They tried to impeach, get him impeached over the whole thing with Monica Lewinsky, which is another joke and a half. And, you know, it, it just got just, just so ridiculously out of hand. And, you know, I didn't agree with it when the, when the Republicans did it to the Democrats, you know, and Clinton. I don't agree with what they're doing with Trump. It, it's basically just a big political jockeying game. It has nothing to do with us, the people. It has everything to do with them trying to win the election in 2020. It, it's a political move. It has, and it has, no, it's not going to, it has nothing to do with, it, it's not going to hurt, it's not going to, you know, it, it's, it's just, it, it has nothing to, it's not, it's not helping the American people. It, it basically, it, it's keeping them from getting anything else done. It's keeping them from, from the bigger issues. It's keeping them from trying to pass any of his bills, trying to do anything that, that really, you know, it's, it's all a political game. It has nothing to do with with us, the American people. It has everything to do with them <laughs> carving the world out to make it a little bit better for them, trying to get themselves reelected, trying to get themselves in a position of higher power. That's all politics. That's all that politics down in Washington right now is is just one big dog and pony show for the 2020 election. That's all it is. It, it's not. It, it's nothing that's going to change anything for the American public. Because the truth is, no matter what happens, if they get him out of office, Pence is going to take over right where he left off. It's not going to change anything. Even And they're going to try to smear him, which I don't, it's not going to work because the people that follow him don't care. They're going to vote for him either way. No matter how, Even if he gets away, they say, oh, we speared him all over the news. It's a big deal. I mean, the old saying is any press is good press. So, And the people that are, that are going to vote for him are going to vote for him no matter what. It's not going to change a thing. It's a big joke. And that's my, I really feel that way. It's just a big joke. So it's just a bunch of, of rich guys in Washington that make more than any of us will ever make, that make decisions that affect our lives, that affect the taxpayers, that they don't care about us, they care about themselves. That's just the way I feel. So it's just really one big joke. Uh, like I said, I don't talk politics very much, but it's kind of getting annoying to see this where, I mean, it, it, it's basically, it's not about us, it's about them, them trying to get into more positions of power, them trying to, 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 to jockey for election, them trying to jockey for this, trying to do that. It, it's all a bunch of rich guys that make more money than we do, better health care than we do, and, and all trying to improve their families, their power, their money. Their situations, they're all in some way have, have they're all in, in any way liars and crooked and all that. I don't trust a single politician. I don't care who they are. I don't trust any of that. I don't it. I mean, I think I mean, it's, it's all a game. Yes, we elect our leaders and I think that's great. But to a certain degree, they're all in somebody's pockets. 
and it maybe just takes somebody doing a podcast and saying that out loud for everybody to hear that and understand that because I mean that's kind of what it is I mean it and nothing's going to change I mean it's not nothing's gonna change no matter what they do nothing's gonna change so I mean it, it's one big joke and it's like I said they're all in everybody's everybody's in everybody's pocket everybody's bought and paid for by somebody they don't care about the people they care about themselves and they need their agendas passed and all that because that's what it's about it's about positioning themselves for the next election that's what everything in Washington is about they don't understand what the American people go through they don't understand that they just understand you know they, they don't that's it it's all a big joke so I'm sorry to talk politics folks but I just had to get that off my chest for everybody to hear because um, you know I think it is the I think you know that that's my feelings on it doesn't matter what side of the fence you're on you and me all get up every day and go to work and go to the grind and all that and they take our money and do whatever they want with it not what we want them to do with it so but uh, some of these folks I, I would like to to bring up just a uh, just a couple of uh, quick things folks um, not trying things I don't want to uh, I'm not trying to you know get any more politics but I just want to point some something up somebody had sent me a, a message the other day uh, they know I'm a big bow hunter archery hunter they asked me uh, what kind of bow I used? I want. I actually been using a PSE for hunting. It's lighter. Uh, I found it a little bit easier to carry some of that. I like it. It's a little more versatile. Looks a little bit cooler. Um, I've been using my Hoyt for competition uh, when I was shooting competition bow. I have not done that in a while. I used to. I, I don't right now. Um, the hunter. The, there's a place up here called, called the Hunters Gallery. I actually used to shoot bow there every week. I was in a league. Uh, I have not been doing that this year, only because I've got other things going on right now. But uh, I was using I use I use mostly use a Hoyt for competition shooting, and for for uh, hunting and 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 some of the archery competitions I've been using some of the archery stuff I was doing at the hundreds. I was using the the PSE too because it was just lighter, easier, faster. Um, so um, the, like I said, I, so as you use them, like I said, I use mostly like I said, I use mostly a PSE for for every day as an everyday user. Uh, I do use a Hoyt for competition shooting, uh, like I said, but I have not done competition shooting in a while. Uh, I use the carbon fiber arrows. Uh, I have not. I, I don't. I have the aluminum arrows for the Hoyt. I don't really use them. Um, I like the the carbon fiber ones personally. I find they're lighter, they're faster. Um, I like I said, it really depends what you want to do with it. Um, they do have, by the way, those of you guys that like to go hunting, uh, they do have the 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 new thing now where you can put it on the end of the of the arrow. And it will actually, when you, you actually shoot, and then it will once once whatever, it'll hit. And if you don't hit anything, it'll actually spark. And not spark, but give a turn an LED like on kind of thing. Um, and um, that's where you can actually see what the heck you were, you know, you can find the arrow. Uh, I never really understood why they make arrows and stuff camouflage because, I, I don't know, I just don't. It makes it a lot harder to see in the woods. Same thing with people that walk around with the woods with a camouflage, uh, you know, Otter box on their cell phone just makes it harder when you drop it in the woods to find it. So I always pointed that out as well. So a couple people asked me that question. Uh, they asked me what I was using uh, rifle wise. I'm I, I don't I haven't really rifle hunted in in, in, a, in a while. I will be when I go out uh, bird hunting. But um, like I said, right now I don't really like I said I haven't really rifle hunted in a while. I mostly archery hunt. 
like I said, I do have I, I do have a I do have a rifle, but I have not been out with it in in quite a long time. I'm probably gonna have to have it serviced and all that before I go out with it. Uh, but I do have a rifle for bird hunting. At least I haven't really gone bird hunting in quite a while. Uh, I'm actually way overdue for that. So, but uh, yeah, like I said, that that is. I will. I will actually. That that actually should actually will get that serviced and oiled up and all that before I actually go out. Like I said, I haven't really gone gun hunting in a while. Um, like I said, I will probably, um, you know, have all that service before I go out. And uh, you know, like I said, I you know, it's just one of those things I haven't really gone gun hunting in a while. So I've been doing a lot with archery just because I've been enjoying it a lot. I don't get to go out as much as I like to, but when I do go out, I do like to do the archery stuff. So uh, I've been doing the bow stuff a lot. So, uh, somebody asked, uh, somebody did send a tweet and asked me, I just want to go through my tweets here because some people did ask you, you guys did send me some questions the last couple weeks and I haven't had a chance to answer them. Uh, somebody asked what kind of food I'm feeding Opie. Uh, I've been doing the, um, the, uh, the blue food, the, uh, you can find it at Walmart. Um, I have, I've used that for most of my dogs. Uh, the reason why I've used that is because most of the dogs I've had that been on that have usually been very healthy. So I'm, uh. I've actually been using that right now. Um, it, it's not cheap. I will say that. It's, uh, it's actually one of the most expensive food I've seen at Walmart when I go. But uh, but like I said, I've been using the blue food. He, it does keep him... So far, so good. He's having any problems with it or anything like that. But I've been using the uh, the, the the blue food. And uh, like I said, it, it's pretty expensive stuff. It's not cheap. But he likes it. And uh, for the most part, I've had really good luck with it with all my, with all my other dogs. So I've been... I'm, you know, I stick to, I've been sticking to that. So, uh, like I said, it's a blue bag. Uh, like I said, it's called Blue Mountain. I think it's Blue Mountain, it's actually, but I, they call it blue. It says blue right on it. It's a blue bag. You can't miss it. Uh, like I said, it's not cheap, but uh, but I've used it for all my dogs, and uh, they've all been pretty healthy. So, knock on wood. Uh, let's hope this uh, does the same for him. Uh, some, a couple people, other people asked me uh, uh, about, about Opie. Um... A couple questions I got about dogs. Uh, let me see if I can find the one I had. This is I should have had these all written out already. Uh, somebody asked me about the chip. I actually did have him chipped, and I actually bought the lifetime uh, subscription for the chip. Um, I didn't know. I don't know if you guys know that. If you do have your dog chipped, uh, you will have to buy a subscription uh, to the company uh, that actually provides the thing. So if somebody would actually would actually go ahead and uh, and look for him. Uh, you know, there actually is a. Uh, there actually is a chip in him. However, you just because you have your dog chipped doesn't mean it's always going to going to work in the sense that um, you have to pay a subscription. They either have twenty five dollars a year or like seventy or eighty bucks for a lifetime. Um, so I usually, depending on the dog and the age of the dog, obviously Opie's a puppy, so I got him for the lifetime. But uh, what what that actually is, folks, is uh, they chip them. And then what you have to do, you have to activate the chip, and then the subscription you pay. Uh, if somebody would catch him and would actually scan the chip, and it, and this chip wasn't registered, it would say, you know, call, you know, whatever, and they would call, and then they would call you and say, hey, we think somebody found your dog, um, but the chip isn't activated. You want to activate it and see maybe if this is your dog. Um, I know it's not the greatest system in the world to do, but um, it does. It is the next thing. I also have a dog tag on him and a collar on him, uh, you know, to help. You know, so people, you know, in case somebody doesn't have a chip reader, like I don't, it's RFI and all that, obviously, but uh, I do have a chip reader and all that. Uh, plus, I also have dog tags on them uh, with my phone number, his name, our address, all that stuff. 
So I wanted to point that out as well because it's really important. Uh, a couple people that asked me about that. Uh, like I said, I do actually have them chipped and all that. Uh, when you actually do take, in Pennsylvania, when you do actually do take dogs out in the woods, you do actually have to have the GPS collar on them. Uh, if they catch you with it, it's actually a fine. Uh, without it, it's actually fine. Um, I actually do have that. Like I said, I had them on a leash, so I didn't have that. Uh, if you have them on a leash, you don't have to have that. But um, I actually have it. I just have it for my other dog. I actually I kept it, but I have not used it yet. So, um, but I do have that as well. But yes, if you're going to take your dog out in the woods, I would recommend definitely have him with. I I, I did have just a little more safety. I actually have his his, his name on a collar, uh, and then also too, like I said, I have uh, I have a chip in him. And also have the GPS thing on him as well when he's out in the woods. So I, I, I have like three things to try to keep him from getting lost. If he does get lost, um, hopefully, like I said, somebody will, somebody will find him and, you know, he has all that info on him. And obviously if he loses his collar, he's got the chip on him. But, so, uh, you know, that's, that, that's you know, uh, as far as taking your dog, yes, you do have to be extra careful with that kind of stuff. And I am really careful with that. So I do appreciate everybody's concern with that. Uh, I talked about the, there's a question on here, when do you train them to, to uh, train for rabbits? I actually read that, and I already answered the question. Um, like I said, I, I mostly, um, like I said, I explained about the rabbit's foot and all that kind of stuff. So, um, but that was a question. Somebody had a question, how do you how do you train them for rabbits? And I talked about the rabbit's foot, putting them on the tracks and all that already. But uh, somebody did ask a question on my Twitter. By the way, folks, I love all the Twitter questions I get, I'm get. i getting. Um, I really love it. Uh, again, uh, my Twitter, KB3YUA. Um, I will absolutely positively do my best uh, to try to answer those questions when they come in uh, or on the next show uh, if I can. Like I said, I do apologize for having that show for a couple weeks. Um, but like I said, I do say I do love all the questions, so I do appreciate that. And if you have any questions at all, like I said, you can send me on my Twitter at KB3YUA, my ham radio call sign. Uh, we will eventually, somebody asked about doing a show on ham radio. Eventually, I probably will go over some of that stuff. Um, but right now, you know, it'll be a show. Don't worry about that. We'll talk about it on some show. But, uh, you know, we haven't done it right this second. So we'll, we will, though. So, um, like I said, I want to thank everybody for listening. Like I said, if we don't have a show before then, I wish you a Merry Christmas. Uh, if not, obviously, maybe we'll see you on the next episode. And uh, thank you very much. We'll talk to you either uh, on the next episode.